Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. This week's podcast has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri First Nations people and I'd like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Now, time is running out, really is running out to come to the Amazon Collective Mastermind that Regina Peterbergsky and I are holding in June this year between the 18th and the 22nd in beautiful Ubud, Bali. You'll be joined by our invited VIP guests, Kirsty Verity, Leo Segovio, Bradley Sutton, Steve Simonson, and we've got George Maressa as well from Clear Ads. Now, to apply, simply head over to the australianseller.com forward slash collective where you can read all about the trip and apply to join us. Now, this week's show... I welcome Justin Chen from PickFu about some of the cool new features that PickFu's rolled out over the last couple of years since I last chatted to them, uh, as well as announcing the support of the Australian market. That's right, you can run product validation tests to Australian respondents. Now, don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook, still offering private coaching, head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session with me. And if you own or work for a consumer products brand and need some help getting set up or running your Amazon business, please feel free to get in touch with me. I have an agency called Amosphere, A-M-A-S-P-H-E-R-E.com.au. That's a mouthful. And we're an official Amazon service provider. All right, let's get on with this week's show with Justin from PickFu. And today, I'm thrilled to welcome Justin Chen from PickFu. How are you, Justin? Good. Thanks for having me, Chris. Oh, it's a pleasure. I spoke a couple of years ago to John Lee, who's your business yeah. partner, I think, co-founder, right. is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're co-founders and we've started a few businesses together at this point. There you go. Yeah, that was back on episode 91, peeps. So if you want to listen back to my episode, well, the episode with John, uh, just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash 091. So um, do you want to introduce yourself and uh, what got you to pick for Amazon? How did you guys get into sure. it? Sure. Yeah. So um, like you said, I'm Justin. I'm one of the co-founders of PickFu. Um, John and I have been building businesses together for a number of years. Uh, we, we were college friends. And so um, we actually built PickFu as a side project, not necessarily for Amazon, but we were actually building a different business, a different website. And we wanted to get uh, design feedback on a redesign that we were working on. So being engineers, we decided to build a tool to get crowdsourced feedback. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was like the first iteration of it like years ago. And then it kind of like took a few different uh, um, evolutions before um, I think it was uh, discovered at Global Sources and and then it mm. was on the AMPM podcast in the Amazon space. And so that's kind of where it kind of took off in the uh, Amazon ecosystem. That's right. Because I was at the Global Sources Summit when yeah. Kevin King. It might have been Kevin King. <laughs> yeah, <was>. Kevin King. <laughs> and uh, he was he was sort of going, you know, which basically he was polling us, like, which one do you think won the poll? Which which yeah. variation of, at that stage, I think he was just using images, uh, main images yep. for, for products. And, um, and of course, we all got them wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it was a show of hands and the PickFu poll results said, you know, uh, it was really funny. Um, but that was definitely my first introduction to it. And I was uh, pretty much hooked straight away from that point because there was awesome. nothing like it really that existed. Yeah. Um, maybe with the exception of, say, usertesting.com, which is sort of, I don't know, well, nowhere near as good. So do you actually sell on Amazon yourself or have any kind of e-commerce interests? 
No, uh, so none none of the team actually does, and and we like, actually like to keep it that way. We like to st- stick to the the product, and we don't want to have any conflicts of interest with with our customers. So, but we're mm. always talking to our customers, and so we're we're we try to you know practice what we preach, and we always preach to our customers to to gather data from their their target customers, and so we're always having conversations with um, customers and kind of getting guidance on where we should take the product. Yeah. Um, in fact, a lot of a lot of the different use cases that um, that we talk about and that we discovered have been from customer feedback and and even a lot of the targeting um, attributes that we have for our audience are from customer suggestions. So mm. um, it, it's been super fascinating to just kind of see how innovative our customers have been and figure out <laughs> new ways to use the product. That's awesome. Because one of the things that you didn't have last time I spoke to John was the click tests which I yes. really like, the heat maps and things like mm. that. Can you walk us through that and how an Amazon or an e-commerce seller can use a, a click test uh, to improve their business? Yeah, sure. So basically the click test is, so all of our polls are basically one question and then you upload some kind of a um, stimulus that you want the, the respondent to react to. So mm-hmm. in a click test, you would probably upload an image um, and, and you might say, mm, you know, take a look at this image and click on the areas that... Um, are interesting to you, or maybe the parts that you don't like, or you do like. And so mm-hmm. maybe this is a uh, product packaging, could be a secondary image. And what they're going to do is they're going to click on it, and then they're going to give a written explanation why. And so maybe they'll say like, oh, this wording's really confusing, or maybe like, you know, like the design over here is kind of confusing. And and at the end of it, um, you know, after you get like 50 or 100, how many of responses that you asked for, yeah. you'll get a little heat map of like, oh, here's, there's a concentration of clicks in like on, on this part of the packaging or in, mm. on this part of like the wording or whatever it is. And so it's a nice visual way to, uh, to get feedback on a specific image. And of course, that image could be anything from mm. a product concept to um, like your logo or like I said, like an infographic or something like that. Like yeah. sometimes people create infographics that are super cluttered and this yeah. might be a good way to like, Hey, click on click on the parts that are confusing or the parts that you think should be removed from the infographic. Like, there's a lot of interesting ways to to use the click test. Yeah, the click test kind of remind me of the old days when I was in digital marketing, and there was a couple of products that I remember. One was Crazy Egg, and the other one was yeah, Crazy Egg, Lucky Orange. Yeah, and so I yeah. remember we did a test once. We were doing a conversion optimization test for a website, and one of the websites that we were testing had a had a phone number that was in the header of the web page. <laughs> And what we found was is that with the heat maps, we could see that people were actually clicking on it, but it wasn't clickable. Huh. It was just there. Yeah. And so yeah. so we made it clickable <laughs> and it improved, it increased the amount of leads that they had to their business because a lot of people obviously in those days, the mobile phones were really starting to take off, you know, particularly smartphones. So people were yeah. obviously using their phones to try and click the number and it wouldn't click. So uh, yeah, that, that like doubled their leads. So the heat map stuff really shows you a lot about what's, going on on a website um, that you would never know without yeah. that visual visual representation. So, yeah, big fan of that. What other features have you recently launched on PicFu? Um, so a lot of people don't know that you can test things besides images. So obviously you can test text. You can, um, mm-hmm. you can test a URL. So a common one with the URL might be um, what we call like a crowdsource listing audit. So you mm-hmm. might ask a question like, take a look at this Amazon listing URL and um, what questions do you still have? And so, you know, you could just pop your your Amazon URL there and they'll go visit it. And they'll actually surface a lot of interesting concerns or questions that they may still have that maybe you thought you already addressed, mm-hmm. but maybe not clearly enough. And so 
you know, maybe your description or your secondary images or whatever it is, like yeah. could emphasize a point a little bit better. And so that's always a nice one that we like to suggest for people who don't know where to start with PicFu. That's great. Um, and then video, yeah, video and audio is super interesting because you can use it to test uh, not only your finished videos, but also mm-hmm. as you're building them, you may want to test um, voiceover actors or, you know, theme music or like all the different component pieces that you're going to put into a final video. Mm-hmm. You should test those pieces before putting it in. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I, you know, I didn't know that you had that feature where you can actually either send PicFu respondents to a, what, a competitor's listing or indeed your own. Yeah. Any, yeah. Any and that, that, yeah. that's a good one to do is, is your competitor's listing to kind yeah. of surface like, hey, what do you think about this? And one of the other use cases, which is kind of just a normal use of PicFu is testing images, but mm-hmm. instead of testing your own variations, testing you against your your competitors, right? So yeah. that's actually where you get a lot more, um, a lot more information because like, in the search results, you you may know if you're losing or not, um, mm-hmm. just ba- based on your performance, but you may not understand why. Yeah. And so taking that main image or maybe even a screenshot of the search result listings and and trying to understand like, hey, why is everyone picking this other one? Is it the price? And, you know, maybe it's the ratings and reviews. That's obvious. But like maybe it's the, uh, you know, just the image layout or, or something like that. And so okay. there yeah. might be a lot of things that you can actually adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, understand like why you're losing yeah i mean amazon gives us a bit of that data when we're looking at say brain analytics for example where Mm -hmm. you know for certain keywords they'll they'll show you the top three most clicked um, results and yeah yeah, it's really good then i think to be able to go okay well those three guys are getting most of the clicks what if i inject my listing in there and how am i going to stack up against theirs and uh, yeah so you can kind of use a combination of the data from Amazon itself together with the stuff that you're doing which is really smart. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think we like to emphasize that uh, where PicFu is going to shine is is more in those hypothetical changes where mm. you, you know, obviously Amazon has managed your experiments. You could test some, some, some things live and it does have brand analytics, but yeah. you may want to try out a completely different main image in, in those like, you know, competitive scenarios, or maybe, maybe it's a product that you're thinking about selling that you haven't pulled the trigger on. Uh-huh. Well, you could actually kind of like grab those competitors. Mm. Hey, if I went in with this, this, you know, I'm going to design the main image. I'm going to do some work up front, sure. design my main image. I'm going to come up with the title. I'm going to project out what price I want to do and everything. And I, I want to understand like how well I'm going to compete against, you know, and maybe you're going to be realistic and say like, Hey, we're going to have like 10 reviews you know, right. 10, 10 ratings. Mm-hmm. And I'm going against like 50,000, whatever, right? Like yeah. what price point do I need to come in yes. before people are like, Oh, actually it's 10, it's $10 cheaper. Like yeah. I will click on this one. Right. And so, yeah. Okay. That's what we're we're actually seeing our our most prolific customers doing is these hypothetical tests. Interesting. And they're selling so many different products. Everyone's got so many different product ideas, mm. but they won't even go into a product without validating it hypothetically. Because if you can't even win in this like sandbox environment, then how are That's you right. going to win in the in the actual marketplace? Yeah. So that reduces a lot of risk for you, doesn't it? By doing that, exactly. I mean, there's obviously a bit of yeah. work up front. There's a yeah, the cost of the poll, et cetera, yeah, yeah, et cetera, it's a little bit investing up front. There is, but I think it's I think it's a pretty sensible sensible uh, approach. Yeah, rather than just you know just dropping it straight in there and hoping for the best. Yeah, and yeah. doing your regular yeah. launch stuff. Let's speak about Amazon experiments, actually. So I've been running lots of them over the years, and um, they're fantastic. Uh, and mm-hmm. obviously, we can we can test all sorts of things with an Amazon experiment. You know, split testing. Sure. Um, you know, headings and images and I think even bullets and A+. plus. Yeah, I can't quite remember there. Most of the time I'm doing main images. But um, how can PicFu work with an Amazon experiment? 
what's what's your sort of recommendation there yeah i mean the way we recommend we we obviously recommend using both because i think there there are different kinds of data mm-hmm. um so the way we recommend it is a uh, we always um suggest an iterative approach to using pickfu and so you know when it comes to uh let's say it's your main image that you're working on first of all like maybe doing some kind of uh that competitive test that that we were talking about so first understand like what is the issue with your main image like maybe it's a layout maybe it's whatever it is then using PicFu to create variations of it, right? And then kind of iterating until you get a local maxima of like, okay, well, here's the best version of the new image. Yes. Um, maybe maybe there's two of them that kind of, you know, finish at the top of like all the different designs that you've created with your designer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, a good point to throw those two winning designs up into manager experiments and kind of let them go live. Mm-hmm. But if you've been testing all along, the nice thing about doing this hypothetical test on PicFu is that mm. it allows you allows you to have creative freedom to go in a lot of different directions. Yeah, to experiment with like, all right, well, I'm going to try this crazy layout, right? Like, mm. I'm going to fan it out and I don't know, put stuff upside down or whatever it is. Like, yeah, just try things that like you probably don't want that live testing in case it doesn't work, and then you're That's just going right. to look silly or it's going to tank your sales or whatever it's it is. Tank right? sales, so, yeah. Well, conversion yeah, rates in exactly. the which are so terrible. That, yeah. That's kind of how we suggest using it in conjunction is like as you're experimenting with a lot of different design changes and you want to iterate, like that's where you use PicFu. Mm-hmm. Then when you come up with like two finalists, then you know put them live on manager experiments. Yeah. Some of the tests that I've run over the years for with a couple of students, there was one um, which was it was basically just a straight up AB split test. In fact, we put the Amazon's Choice uh, product at the time against our product, and it, hmm. I think we also used the Amazon's bestseller, and we lost the poll. In fact, it was for a, a taco holder set. I don't know if I've told you this story. It was really funny. Um, it's not that funny, but uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But what we did was we we. We basically put the main image of, of the three products. So there was ours, there was the Amazon's Choice and the bestseller. And we lost the test, but not by much to mm-hmm. the Amazon's Choice badge. And the reason why was because we didn't have tacos in the holders, oh. whereas the winning one did. And so there was just this constant stream of feedback saying, I like seeing the product in use. It's great to see what the product's for. Um, you know, it's just again and again and again on the winning, you know, on the on the winner. So Amazon's choice product. So we knew that we needed to get, t- reshoot and have some tacos, yeah. which is a great, right. it was a great photo shoot experience because we got to eat all the tacos. It was really cool. So, <laughs> they were real tacos. <laughs> there was another one as well. I had another student that came in. Sorry, I'm taking over this entire interview. Uh, who had a bag? It was like a fishing bag, and he designed it himself. And he'd spent about seven thousand bucks getting you know, a thousand wow. units of these things into Amazon and then came to me and said, can you help with my advertising? I'm, my, you know, conversion rate's terrible and, and my ACOS is awful and stuff like that. And I took one look at the bag and I went, oh my God, <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's this sort of bright green and yeah, orange and yellow bag. It was just looked terrible. And we did, I did the same thing. I said, I don't think there's a problem with your advertising. I think it's probably a product with your problem with your product. And so, yeah, we, we, I, th- I think we got like one vote and even that one vote out of the 50 respondents was a mistake. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, again, the, yeah, Amazon's choice versus uh, uh, ours pl- uh, plus um, the bestseller. Yeah, so. But I, I think what you just said is uh, kind of encapsulates the, the typical journey that our customers do have, right? Yeah. They, they hear about PicFu as a way to improve their main image. So they come and they they test it out like just like you did. Mm. What what they inevitably find is that the feedback is actually not so much on the main image, but on the product itself. Mm, like mm. 
the product color, the product concept, like the branding. A lot of times, like, you know, like people don't spend that much time on their, like their brand name or whatever it is, or their mm. packaging doesn't compete well for, with other things. And so then they start to learn like, oh man, like I really should have been getting feedback earlier in the process. Oh, yeah. Like before I'm thinking about main image, right? At, at the point of main image, like you're, you're pretty much cooked. What can you change really besides yeah. like a few layout things, right? So mm. um, then usually they'll, they'll know for my next product or when I rebrand this product, like I'm going to start much earlier in the process. That's right. I'm going to make sure I get some feedback on this stuff so that the comments aren't going to be about, oh, I don't like your color, right? Like that, that's, <laughs> that's the worst thing to hear. It's like, oh, I've already stuck all my money into it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a really expensive removal order and a very expensive issue. You know, you just don't want stranded inventory with Amazon, that's for sure, or just yeah. stuff that doesn't sell. But, um, you know, sort of getting back to your original um, point earlier about, yeah, doing those tests before you even get the product into yeah. Amazon, you've even before you've even ordered it effectively. Yeah. So. So yeah, anyway, a uh, bit of anecdotal stuff there. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about uh, which countries PickFu is currently supporting. Are you here in Australia yet? <clears throat> we are now. I mean, so we've been always been traditionally in the US, uh, mm. US-based respondents. Right. Um, and of course, with US-based respondents, we've always had a, an interesting mix of international customers of, you know, who are selling into the US. Mm. Uh, but we've recently expanded to a pool of, of respondents in Australia, Canada, cool. UK, and Germany. Um, so now you can, you know, as a, either an Australian or non-Australian, you can ask Australian people what they think about things. Mm. Um, what's cool about the German one is that we also do, uh, translate. So, you know, you don't have to know German. You can write the question in English. We'll translate it to German. We'll also translate their German responses. We're always asking like the native language. So, you know, yeah. we're not asking English speakers in Germany. We're asking German speakers. Um, Terrific. and then we'll translate that stuff back for you. Of course, we'll always provide the actual responses original if, you know, yeah if yeah if you mm. want to audit it or give it to your colleague or something like that that makes sense uh what countries are you looking to support in the future yeah um i think mexico and japan are up next mm -hmm. i think um, kind of modeling after uh the uh, amazon marketplaces and kind of where a lot of people typically expand to so mm -hmm. those are next on the horizon um and then beyond that we're you know it's based on customer customer demand so if yeah. there's a country yeah. that um you know, you guys are interested in definitely write into our team and let us know and we'll, we'll prioritize it. Because not just for Amazon sellers, is it? I mean, it can be for any marketplace or your website too, right? And packaging, branding. That's right. You, yeah. There's, yeah, we probably yeah. Should, should just mention that. Yeah. That, you know, if you. Yeah. I mean, even you know, like you said, digital marketing, like any, anyone in marketing, anyone who's selling something to the general consumer, mm -hmm. uh, PickFu can be used. So we, we have a lot of just software companies testing their their ads or their website designs or even like email subject lines and copy all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um and gaming companies is is kind of a, our other Ooh. big segment actually where we have a lot of the biggest mobile gaming companies testing mm -hmm. a lot of the same stuff right because in gaming mobile gaming it's a marketplace it's a marketplace in the um, app store or the google play store That's right. and if you're searching for solitaire like you may not really care which solitaire it is. There's a lot of solitaire games. And so it's, it's very similar to Amazon where you're searching for just like a, a, a product type. And so, yeah. you know, standing out as, as an app icon and your title and your, your screenshots, like is all just like at the Amazon uh, marketplace. Yeah. Um, and of course they go through the same journey where they're having issues. And so they come and they do the app icon and then they're like, Oh wait, we should have been using this earlier. And so we actually see the gaming companies do the same thing where they're, testing out uh, characters and like screens yeah. earlier in the development process before they finally get to this part where 
it's like, oh, okay, we're just optimizing marketing assets at this point. That's fun. That's much more fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very different. (laughs) Absolutely. So what else is in the product pipeline for Pickfo at the moment? What have you got cooking? Yeah. So aside from expanding to to more countries, um, we're we actually have some new stuff coming out around AI. Actually, so uh, AI is actually you know obviously very hot. Um, and mm. we're what we're doing first of all is actually using AI to summarize the responses. So mm. you know if anyone if you've ever run a PickFu poll, you'll see that like you get a lot of responses. Like mm-hmm. you know you fifty, hundred, two hundred. Sometimes people order five hundred responses. That's a lot to read through, a lot to analyze, and kind of like extrapolate what I should do with this. So the first thing that we've launched with AI is actually summarizing that into a very nice three paragraph executive summary that like gives you all the takeaways, kind of like, mm. here's what you need to know about if you've done 500 responses, like here are the takeaways, here's what's good, here's what's bad, here's what you could do next and That's give you good. some actionable tips. Yeah. Um, you know, we're also synthesizing things like, you know, likes and dislikes between the options. So you can kind of get a snapshot view mm. um, and not have to like sift through every single one of those responses. Um, another fun thing that we're doing with that is actually allowing, and this is coming out soon, mm-hmm. is uh, allowing you to query um, other questions about like your poll results. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, maybe you might ask it, hey, can you, based off you know all the responses that people have written, can you uh, can you write me a, a new description? Can oh, you okay. like basically think of ChatGPT, but like now it's got the context of all. Of, of the question and all the results that the, have come in. And so you can ask it to reframe you know, the, the title, you know, reframe the it or write, write the results as a Shakespearean sonnet, like whatever you want to do with it. Right. <laughs> like there's a, the sky's the limit, obviously with, with AI. Um, yeah. And so oh. we're, we're, we're always going to have like this core of human feedback about mm. using AI to kind of enhance what you can get from it. Mm. Um, and then I guess the other thing that we want to position is mm. that, of course, human feedback is always going to be good, especially as people are generating more AI stuff. Yeah, you still want to make sure that it's resonating with your target audience because just because AI generated doesn't mean it's going to be yeah. good or performant, right? So, you know, as people are kind of exp- you know playing with generative AI and you know mm. creating images with it or text or whatever it is, like make sure you do feed that back into um, to PickFu. And actually, we're working on some uh, a Zapier integration. Okay, um, and like other like programmatic things. So like if you're, you know, generating things at scale or doing workflows, you can kind of like feed those AI generated stuff through Zapier, yeah. um, you know, and then get that feedback right away and kind of feed it back to you. That's cool. Yeah. There's uh data dive is using um, a little bit of AI at the moment, chat GPT type stuff to, to write bullets. Yeah. And I believe titles as well. I was talking to Anthony Co-Francesco yesterday, gave me a bit of a demo yeah. on that. It was quite interesting. And then Zonguru as well, which is another, uh, yep. listing building tool as well can automatically generate your bullet points using all of the keywords that you've created from your master keyword list yep. MKL. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of innovation that's going on in, within the industry, certainly to make our lives a bit easier. And it's yeah. really interesting to hear about how PicFee is kind of <laughs> summarizing. Yeah, because it is, there's, if you've got you know, a few hundred uh, respondents, there's a lot to work through there, right? So that's a good idea to yeah. use a bit of AI to do it. Um, cool. You guys kind of partnered as well with Helium 10, a few years back, didn't you? With audiences, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So they have a tool in their tool. Like if you log into Helium 10 under, I think it's the listing optimization section, there's a tool right. called Helium 10 Audience. And that's actually a, a white label of PicFu. So um, if you're already a Helium 10 subscriber, you've got your credit card store there, you can actually run polls without ever leaving there. Mm. Um, and it should be 
pretty much the same experience. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, releases are going to come out faster on our website just because, yeah. like, you know, they it's kind of styled on the Helium 10 side, so it's a little bit slower release process. Sure, sure. Is that like an API or something that you've got a connection between? Um, it's both like some API stuff and also like a like an iframe of of like our oh, okay. our experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. This has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me this morning, my time, and this evening your time over there in California. And yeah, um, yeah, super happy to hop on the the podcast with you. Thanks heaps. Uh, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to? Uh, LinkedIn's probably the best. Uh, you okay. can find me, you know, Justin Chen, PickFu. Um, mm -hmm. I'm pretty active there and more responsive on LinkedIn than kind of the other social media. Awesome. Good. I uh, really appreciate your time this, uh, this evening. Go and have some dinner or whatever you're about to do. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll looking forward to early. some relaxation. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> Thanks, H. Justin. I really appreciate your time, man. All right. Thank you, Chris. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.